Trail Correspondence is brought to you by Gossamer Gear, manufacturers of lightweight backpacking gear and accessories. Their packs carry comfortably, their roomy shelters protect in harsh weather conditions, and the trekking poles are some of the lightest on the planet. Gossamer Gear is changing the perception of delicate ultralight gear. You'll be hard-pressed to go too far down any long trail without running into a Gossamer Gear backpack, whether it be the 60-liter Mariposa, 40-liter Gorilla, or 36-liter Kuma. Regardless of whether you're new to backpacking or already have thousands of miles under your belt, there's a Gossamer Gear pack for you. As for shelters, Gossamer Gear's The One tent is both lightweight, weighing in at less than 21 ounces, and roomy, with a 19.5 square foot interior and large vestibule. It's an ideal shelter solution for long-distance backpackers. For those hiking as a pair, the Two offers a 29 square foot interior at less than 29 ounces. You can also find a slew of useful backpacking accessories, including the Lightflex hiking umbrella, which is effective for both sun and rain, nylon stuff sacks, waterproof pack liners, fanny packs, and much more. And good news, listeners of Trail Correspondents can score an awesome deal on Gossamer Gear products. Use code TC15 for 15% off your cart at gossamergear.com. That code again is T as in trail, C as in cat hole, and the number 15. Don't wait, this code is only good for a limited time. Get it. Trail Correspondence is also brought to you by Appalachian Trials and Pacific Crest Trials. If you're planning for an Appalachian Trail or Pacific Crest Trail through hike, or know someone who is, these books are a must-have resource. While other tools prepare hikers for the logistical part of a through hike, they fail to ready hikers for the most difficult aspect of a half-year backpacking trip, the psychological and emotional struggle. Appalachian Trials and Pacific Crest Trials are both written specifically to ready a hiker's mind for this life-changing journey. I've received countless messages, emails, and personal thanks from former thru-hikers who have cited one of these two books as a key to their success. Whether you're planning for a thru-hike, are on the fence of whether you want to commit to one, or are supporting a loved one on the trail, these books have proven to be an invaluable resource time and time again. Check out the show notes for direct links to both of these books. And when I laid my hands on that sign... (laughs) All was right with the world. Welcome back to Trail Correspondence presented by The Trek. I am your host, Zach Badger Davis. Today is the end of the trail, though not the end of this season. Our hikers check in a pair of times, both the day before the northern terminus and at the finish line itself, with one exception. As you can imagine, this is an emotional update. Although the journey is the destination, there is likely no more exciting part of the journey than the finish line. Sit back and enjoy this champagne for your ears. Hey everybody, it's Frozen coming at you from Wadley Stream Lean 2, mile marker 2,153.8, I believe. Laying in my hammock here on, this is going to actually be my last night at a shelter area, because I'm going to be stealthing tomorrow pretty close to A-Ball Bridge. So I got two more 
hiking days, two more real hiking days till uh, summit day. And uh, I don't know, just just right now it just feels like a, a normal day. I, I think I've kind of adjusted to this lifestyle a little too well. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed my time out here, though I am missing my family and my friends and, you know, just being back at home in general. But I think, you know, give it a couple days after I get home and I'll be missing this just as much. So that's the way it usually is when it comes to backpacking. It's always like a type two kind of fun. And then uh, you just realize how much you miss it. So I've met some great people out here. And I don't know, I still have mixed feelings on whether I'm ready to get off trail, if I'm going to be okay after I get off trail. I mean, I can't complain. This This journey has taught me a lot of life lessons it's it's made me grow as a person definitely made me grow as a person um and and i think i got rid of my depression i really do i I, pretty much last week i identified why i was depressed and you know i can work toward fixing it so uh i'm gonna miss being active every day and hiking and all that good stuff, but you know, it doesn't feel real yet. I keep going back to this. It doesn't feel like it's ever going to end because this has now become my life. And, uh, you know, I started back in February 23rd right now. It's June 30th. And I don't think I would change anything about my through hike. I'm looking forward to summiting. I'm looking forward to getting back to normal life, but it's definitely, definitely fun. Definitely a journey. So we'll see how I feel on the top of, you know, Baxter Peak, Katahdin. But right now, just uh, I'm not anxious. I'm not excited. I'm not sad. I'm not disappointed. I'm really no emotion because I don't feel like this is ever going to end. And I'm okay with that right now. So you ask me in a couple days now, or probably the day of Summit Day is whenever it's probably going to hit me that's when the emotions will be flying. So we'll check back in another couple days. Hey everybody, it's Frozen coming at you from a random hotel in Millinocket, Maine. I know we're supposed to do this recording at the top of Katahdin, but man, there was way too much celebration and way too much wind to make this recording even possible. So I had to wait till now. But I'll tell you what, my emotions are running high. The adrenaline is still flowing. I had the right to climb Katahdin today, and man, that was the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, so first off, coming, you know, almost 2,200 miles and just having the right to climb this beautiful mountain was incredible. The climb up is the most rewarding thing I've had all trail, and just to know that my journey is, you know, soon to be an end. and. After the major rock scrambling that we had to do to get up to the gateway, which is kind of like a flatter part, it's like ridge walking along the top of Katahdin, you start to see the people and the sign and everything just starts flashing back in your mind of what you went through. And it's it's seriously emotional, man. I'm getting emotional just talking about it. It's already over. So I just started flashing back to my family, meeting them and just who I was as a person. Uh, you know, before I started this incredible journey. And as I got closer and closer, it became real to me that, you know, my journey was coming to an end. And I didn't know if I was happy, excited, or sad. 
about it, but I feel pretty good about it right now. It was seriously the most amazing thing. I wish I could explain the feelings and the thoughts that go on in your mind as you're about to touch that sign, as you're about to kiss that sign, as you're about to stand on the sign, whatever you want to do up there. And it's just like breathing a breath of fresh air, a sigh of relief. You're so proud of yourself. You're so happy that your family and friends are with you. And you just think about everything that you've gone through. It's, it's like a flashback in a movie. It really is. And when I laid my hands on that sign, <laughs> all was right with the world. That was the only thing that mattered in that single moment. So um, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get back to real life. And I'm already starting to plan my next adventure. So PCT, five years. <laughs> Maybe some other long trails before that. But um, I also got engaged up there. I'm starting my adventure with Chrissy, and uh, it's going to be one hell of a ride. So, guys, this is Frozen, signing out. Thanks for listening. Good morning, everybody. It's Catherine Rizidis, a.k.a. Manhattan, and I am sitting on the bridge of the ranger station the morning of summoning Katahdin, which still does not feel real at all. Not at all. Over the past couple days, we went past a bunch of lakes where you could see Katahdin in the background. So it slowly got closer and closer, but it does not feel like my hike is going to be over tonight. Super excited. But to be honest, my first thought, the first time I saw Katahdin was, I am so tired and I have to climb up that. No, make it stop. But it's a beautiful mountain. It's a beautiful park. Sounds like the hike isn't going to be too bad. And I'm going to have nothing to do afterwards, so I'm not rushing at all. How's the mood? I'm asking Eric how he's feeling. He's giving me a thumbs up. Pretty excited. I think everyone at the Birches is excited and ready to be done. There's actually a guy who summited on the 14th and came back to hike again with his trail group because he's crazy. So good for him. He's doing it again, so it can't be too terrible. And after this, I'm looking forward to the beach. That's all. I'll talk to you on the summit. Hello everyone, it's Catherine Rizidis, aka Manhattan, and I am standing on top of Katahdin. I'm done with the Appalachian Trail. I've hiked 2200.1 miles, I think, because I did the approach. Four months and 25 days later, I'm here on a beautiful day. There's barely a cloud anywhere you can see forever. I cannot think of a more beautiful way to finish this. Plus, I got to finish with Eric, with Ozzy, with Campfinder. We met in Franklin, a bunch of other people from the Birches feeling pretty good not feeling sad very excited to be done i'm excited to wake up tomorrow and not hike for sure um excited to go to the beach and definitely excited to reflect on this and talk to you all a little bit later that's all for manhattan we did it morning it's saturday august 3rd 4 57 a.m me and my group members got up at four and we're in millinocket right now i think i was actually supposed to make this clip yesterday but we were hiking really hard so that we could get to baxter state park and i just didn't really have an opportunity there were moments on that hike the 25 miles that we did to baxter that were so flat and so easy going we literally ran and so wasn't able to 
cold side and say anything because I couldn't talk and maintain that pace. So I spared you of that, and now here we are. Um, about to drive back, uh, we do have access to a car, to Baxter State Park and climb the big K, and then this whole thing is over. Uh, definitely bittersweet. Um, you know, the hiking part is the hardest part of this whole thing. And, um, I don't know, it doesn't really feel real yet that as soon as we get to the top, and I guess really truthfully, as soon as we get back to the bottom, that we're done. <clears throat> um, sorry for clearing my throat so much. It's early. Um, I'm not necessarily a very emotional person, but I do hope to feel some sense of something <laughs> once we get up there. Uh, relief or, you know, uh, I doubt that I'll feel anything uh, beyond just relief. I kind of had hoped that this whole experience might be the first time as an adult that I, like, ugly cry. But I don't really think that's going to happen. It's not really in my MO to do so. And I don't think seeing that sign is going to make me feel that way. However, um, I do anticipate some sort of sense of relief. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, man, it, it, we've been saying it for weeks and weeks now, just that we're almost done. And today we actually are. Um, it feels like Christmas a little bit, waking up early like this before the sun even rises so that we can get out and try to summit and get back down. There's supposed to be some rain possible later today. <clears throat> so uh, we're trying to beat that. But yeah, uh, everyone here is pretty much ready. <laughs> ready to, to be done, ready to be able to move on to the next thing, whatever it might be. Um, but, you know, that being said we also haven't yet finished and we haven't yet moved on and some of that post-trail depression and you know the feelings so everyone who we've met along the trail who did the trail last year or who's done portions in the past or whatever you know they they all kind of looked at us with envy because we weren't done yet and i think that's probably going to be something that uh we have to experience here in the very 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 near future where it's like wow that that i'm glad to be done but I miss it, you know, certain things, certain parts. Again, the hiking is the hard part, but everything else that surrounds it and makes the experience really worth uh, doing and continuing and dedicating yourself to, <clears throat> I think that's going to be the things that we all miss the most. Uh, but in any case, I think we're about to head out here, go get some breakfast, and uh, yeah, I'll get back to you from on top of Katad, and perhaps I'll be a bawling mess of tears or something like that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it. Um, but yeah, uh, we're all, we're all very, very excited and ready. So with that from, where am I? What is this place called? We're at a hotel in Millinocket, uh, uh, the Pamola Motor Lodge, uh, good little cheap spot. If you're looking for somewhere to stay before you summit, um, yeah, this is Moron. Signing out for now, and almost for the last time, on trail anyway. So I will get back to you on top of Katahdin, and yeah, we'll see how things finally shake out. Bye for now. Alright, this is Moron coming to you. It's uh, like 11.30pm on August 4th, Sunday. And uh, I'm actually here in Acadia with my family members, and this is actually my second go-around recording this clip. Um, we're just laying in bed. We're getting up really early tomorrow to go see the sunrise on 
some mountain in Acadia. I can't remember what it's called. Camino, something like that. And, uh, yeah, the the fact that the trail is ending is really uh, hitting me. I was just laying in bed after sort of being in a weird mood today that I couldn't quite place, like, a finger on. And I was laying in bed, and I was like, fuck, this is... Uh, this is what I should be talking about right now. I should go, and I should uh, try to capture this. So, yeah, um, I'm just uh, really not ready to return to real life. Um, thinking about it really bums me out. Uh, went to Walmart today, which would typically be okay for like a resupply situation. In fact, it would be preferable because you can get anything and everything you need at Walmart. Uh, but being there today just as like a normal person and going through the aisles so that we could get like dinner stuff here at the hotel where we're staying uh it was just like really bumming me out because that's like the kind of shit we're gonna have to return to and i've always kind of been turned off by walmarts in general but uh going through and just being like oh i'm i'm no longer a through hiker now i'm just like one of these other people just getting some dumb shit <laughs> so that I can keep uh, eating and living, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, I just had to kind of pull myself away from the place where I was trying to sleep and try to make something productive out of that. Uh, it's kind of cold out here, so uh, I'm shaking a bit. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. Got, like, a, a million thoughts going through my head. Um just, I don't know, I, other members of my family, uh, they seem pretty ready to get back to the real world, uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, maybe I'm not seeing it, how they're feeling it, but at least in this moment, I know for sure that I think I'm the least ready to return, and I might be the most willing to do something to make this momentum that I've got, uh, keep going, I don't know, um, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and it could be completely different feeling, but, you know, it definitely, like, I don't want to have the feelings that I've had, I guess, stopped. Um, I don't know, this, this lifestyle is uh, infectious, and I guess the, uh, the idea of it stopping so abruptly, I mean, it took a day for it to really sink in for me, uh, and now it's starting to sink in, and it's, I get it, <laughs> the post-trail depression thing, I definitely get it, um, I can only imagine how much worse it might get, you know, at least if you don't do anything about it, I mean, I'm not the kind of person to just kind of wallow in uh, sadness or anything like that, I'll, I'm pretty proactive, and I'll, I'll surely be doing things that will uh, keep me busy, keep me occupied, but I don't really want to fall in the same trap that I feel like I escaped when I first came out here. Um, you know, the thought I had that got me out of bed just now was like, you know, we had a million fucking hard days out on the trail, but never once did I wish that I was not there. Like, uh, never once did I wish that I was back in my own bed or that I was writing another email to a customer at the place that I worked or any of those things. 
And I can't say the same. I can't say the inverse of that. I can't say that while I was... Well, wait. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Um, I, I, uh, I just have not regretted this at all. And uh, don't really want it to end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking to my family members about it tonight but I could tell that I was sort of the odd man out, or again, maybe that's just my perception of it, but perception is a big part of it. So, yeah, I just thought I'd walk outside, freeze to death here in the <laughs> middle main, and uh, talk it out with myself. It's uh, not a bad idea, not a bad way to go about it. But yeah, to uh, any of those who are listening uh, <laughs> and still on trail, the uh, the old adage about last one to Katahdin wins probably has more wisdom than you may realize until it sneaks up on you. But anyway, I'm probably um, getting close to the time limit for this clip, so probably should leave it there. But I thought I should do myself justice and do the show justice as well by making a clip that was a bit more uh, a spur of the moment, a bit more truly, uh, I guess, uh, in-depth. <laughs> My first go-round wasn't, wasn't all that interesting or, or informative, so this one I think is better. So, uh, with an uncertain future ahead of him, this is uh, Kenneth Pereiro coming to you from just outside of Acadia in Maine, and uh, I am shaking because I'm cold. <laughs> so, with that, I guess I should try to go to sleep getting real close to the bare minimum amount of sleep that I need in order to operate in order to make this sunrise tomorrow so every minute counts and I have to sneak back in the room now so that no one knows I left and with that uh, I suppose yeah <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you later bye What's going on, Trail Correspondents? This is Zach Munsell, and I am checking in 11 miles from Canada on September 13th, 14th. What day is it? 13th. September 13th, so I'm going to be making it to the monument tomorrow, um, probably by 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Feeling pretty, pretty, pretty stoked. Really excited. Um, it's been just the craziest journey of my life and was you know filled with totally unexpected circumstances and decisions that were made in order to um you know continue hiking and met some amazing people along the way and I'm sitting here and uh I'm just kind of thinking over the past five and a half months of my life and I think that's kind of what has been happening the last three, six, nine, twelve days have just been very nostalgic, uh, both in my internal monologue and, um, the, you know, mix of dialogue with uh, um, my hiking crew, which still consists of Alex and Paul, and um, now we're joined by an old friend, oh baby, that we met in the Sierra. Anyways, I will check in with you tomorrow after I've made it to the terminus. Holy cannoli, this does not feel real.
Anyways, uh, yeah, this has been Zach checking in. Talk to you tomorrow. What's up, trail correspondent? This is Zach Mansell, and I'm checking in on my way to Manning Park. I just left the northern terminus of the Pacific Crest Trail, and I'll tell you, I feel pretty damn glorious today. Uh, me and my trail family did 11 miles this morning from our campsite to get there, and it was just like the craziest feeling of anticipation all morning, uh, knowing what we had achieved behind us and how little of the trail was ahead of us. Um, all culminating in that spectacular moment of rounding the corner and seeing the northern terminus of the Pacific Crest Trail, which is just gorgeous um, and breathtaking. And I guess I'll put it out there, I didn't get as emotional as I thought I would. Um, my emotions were just joy. It was on high. They were also like, the time we were there, probably altogether 20 other hikers rolled through. Um, yeah, what can I say besides it was just a spectacular finish to the greatest adventure of my life. Anyways, the moment's worth it. If you're considering doing the Pacific Crest Trail, the moment you finish is worth all of the struggle, anxiety, tears, fears, blood, sweat, everything that you go through to complete a through hike it's worth it just for that single moment of either being by yourself or with your trail family when you hit the terminus and can finally end the reflection period that you've been in for the last seven days and just take heed of the moment um and uh what what an amazing thing you just did anyways i'm riding a high and i'll be riding that high eight more miles uh commanding park in canada so Thanks for following. This has been Zach checking in. Adios. Hello, friends. It's Flamethrower. It is day 189 or 190. Not exactly sure, but in that ballpark. Mile 2605 of the PCT. Ah. <laughs> uh, this is coming to a close very, very soon. Um, it's been a lesson in acceptance and letting go, accepting what is, all the snow we got at Stevens Pass, and just it's been nonstop cold and Sierra-like conditions today around Cutthroat Pass, very deep snow. I have two more nights on the trail before I reach the monument and the Canadian border. And uh, I, I'm ready to, to, to be done. I'm ready to uh, close this chapter of my life. Um, but I'm also trying to take it all in. And, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, I was on the trail uh, I was a day away from Stahaken, and I, I saw a woman on the trail who was going southbound. And she stopped and asked if I was a thru-hiker, and I said yes. And then she said, congratulations. And uh, I said, thank you. And we moved, we moved on. Um, but I felt really um, just a wave of 
emotion come over me and it's just the realization that yes I will reach the end of this trail um, even as I thought well I'm not there yet I still have more than I don't know 80 miles at that point but congratulations yes yes I've, I've made it very far um, I would say congratulations to everyone who got out there this year and really um, put in a lot of effort and had a lot of tenacity to get as far as they got, however far that was, whether they finished the trail or not. This was a very hard year, and uh, it'll go down in, <laughs> in uh, memory as um, a, a you know, really challenging year, especially for those of us finishing this late in uh, the first week of October. Um, so two more nights to go. Um, I'm in a really, um, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm circumspect, you know, I'm thinking about all the memories I've made on this trail, but I'm also ready to celebrate. <laughs> I'm ready to take a warm shower, sleep in a warm bed, not have to be out in the snow and put on frozen socks in the morning. I'm ready. Let's do this. Uh, next time I check in, it will be from the northern terminus. <laughs> All right. Until then, flamethrower. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's flamethrower here at the northern terminus in Canada. <laughs> we made it. Man, it's, it was, it's raining. Um, it's cold. We're all wet. So I'm going to make this quick. Uh, I have a group of through hikers who just finished as well with me. And if you could give me your name and where you're from. Um, Safari and I'm from Australia. Oconee and I'm from Georgia. I'm Boo. I'm from Paris. Paris, France. Yeah. I'm French Ninja and I'm from France. I'm Shuffles and I'm from Los Angeles. And I'm Toucan and I'm from Perth, Western Australia. All right, shuffled in from LA too. So, oh, nice. so now what? What do we, we got to the northern terminus, and how how are we feeling? Anyone? <laughs> We're looking proud. Yeah, yeah proud. Exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah, cold. Shell shocked. And I think for you, for you, it was an emotional moment as well, right? Yeah. What? Why? Why? You know, is this all kind of bubbling right now? Because it's uh, so much sacrifice to do that. And yeah, it's so long, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was a hard it was a hard through hike. Um, yeah. I think we all had different start dates. Um, I started late March, yeah. uh, March 29th. Yeah. Um, and Okani, who's been my uh, hiking partner for a long time, a long time for almost half of the trail. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's been awesome. That's so great. What yeah, a, what what a wonderful trip it's been. Yeah, yeah. Most of us met on um, the LA Aqueduct. You know, you remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the desert. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. The desert feels like a million years ago. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I would have taken, I would have given anything for rain that day. Now I'm like, I'll give anything for sun. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we met on the aqueduct, which was around like mile 500. So yeah, we come 2,000 miles, yeah. and I was just, we were just obviously reminiscing a lot the last couple of days about like finishing what yeah. it means. But um, the thing that's like the strongest for me is like 
six months or five months. I, I wasn't. I was right after you. I was April twelfth. Uh-huh. <coughs> is a long time, but it it kind of flies by. Yeah. In normal life. Yeah. It does. And we've just like done so much and met so many people. Yeah. And these people feel like family. And I just met them a couple months ago yeah. in a weird circumstance on a concrete aqueduct. It was so hot at midnight. It was very weird. You know? Like, you know, we all have an experience that bonds us that no one who hasn't done this can understand. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to go back into the world and and yeah. should try to relate to <laughs> everyone yeah, it's else. Be hard. I've been running through that in my head uh-huh. recently. Like, wow, yeah. How am I going to talk to people about this? Because everyone's going to be like, we're going to the holidays. Everyone's going to be like, how was it? I'm like, it was great. I don't know. I that think people really... expect a one-word answer. And yeah. there really is no one-word no, answer for this experience. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So shuffles, right? Shuffles. Yeah. And okay. your name again? Toucan. Toucan has yeah. a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. And he's ready to pop it. So yeah. let's get to it. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Goes. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank See you. with champagne. So that was just moments ago at the, at the Northern Terminus. And uh, I just wanted to add that it is day 192 for me. It's October 7th, a Monday. And I'm just so grateful for this experience. And uh, we will catch you soon. Signing off, Flamethrower for Trail Correspondence. Hello, everyone. This is Kartike and Adanla. I passed Akin yesterday. Currently, I'm like three days maybe from the monument i'm so close and i woke up kind of late this morning it's like past eight o'clock right now it's because i couldn't sleep last night i woke up at 1 30 a.m and then like up until five o'clock i was just like struggling to sleep and i decided i couldn't so i was just like rolling in my memories of all that happened to me on the trail the people i met the experiences i had all such sorts of thing and i was looking at my pictures the videos i took on the trail I took my camera and then scrolling through the feed it was a it was a crazy experience um i had to say a couple of tears went down my cheek for the first time on the trail because it, it made me realize like what i'm gonna miss once the hike is done but it's it's a weird mixed feelings i have right now on the trail it's like just you know a few days back even even yesterday night it rained and now it stopped now it's like looks like it's gonna snow tonight tomorrow day after so we're gonna have to deal with the storm to finish the trail but when it was raining it was it was not just raining and warm it was freezing temperatures and my fingers are always threatening to go numb because they don't have proper gear so it was such a dread to stop hiking get my stove out and light it up and warm my fingers and i was only thinking oh washington is crazy there are no views at all it's always cloudy i can't see anything it's always raining we only had like two days of sunny sunny temperature in washington the rest is always rain 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 so i just can't wait to finish this whole thing i want to get it done but you know today uh, like yesterday i was mistaken i'm done I'm, I'm back on the trail and now being back here i'm just thinking like i can't believe that it's already ending it's like everyone said five months is a long time but it's not it's it's been so fast 
it's like it's it's great i think the only takeaway for me in this is like we long for that final product like the end goal which in this case is the monument the northern terminus canada 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 it's always about canada but just getting there i don't think it makes us any happier i don't think it means anything bigger it's just like there is nothing for me waiting in canada there is no treasure there are no people waiting to cheer on me i don't get any cash prize i don't get any rewards medals like nothing i only think it's the process involved the journey that took me from mexico to get to this place you know the journey undertaken the people i met on the trail especially it's like it's amazing people i met on the trail the memories i made with them though those memories made me stay all night yesterday and just kept thinking about them and the lessons i learned there were so many lessons i learned on the trail about myself my life and trail is kind of like you know it kind of like real life like you you were born at the mexican border you kind of die at the canadian border and the entire journey is just your life you live through it and you learn and you make mistakes and you learn through that again and the experiences i think that's that is the most meaningful on the trail it's just getting to canada and then like boasting hey i made it doesn't actually mean anything if you don't learn anything on the trail i think that's it <sighs> Yeah. I don't want to finish, but I want to finish because the storm is about to come. It's it's a weird mixed feelings right now. Yes, thank you everyone. This is Karthik Anandla signing off. Hello everyone. This is Karthik Anandla. Guess where I am? That's right. I'm at the Northern Terminus. I made it. and so, we actually did it in the snow so what happened was yesterday i was at hats pass in the afternoon around 11:30 12 and we had a trail magic the last and final trail magic in the united states and it was snowing on us like non stop all the time even before that night when i went to bed it felt like the flurries were about to come but i thought it was just like you know maybe it's snow a little bit and it'll, it'll stop but when i woke up in the morning we were covered we were like drowned in snow the all of a sudden the trail transformed from mud and dirt to white it's completely snow it's like the great white north is right here we're there so uh, when we were at the trail magic in hats pass a ranger came and the ranger said that is a serious storm coming up the snow is not going to stop for the next 4 days and we are expecting over 18 inches of snow so he was like uh, my suggestion is you guys better stop hiking here at hats pass because they're closing the, the roads as well the forest service roads are being closed and no hiker can get through it anymore for the next 4 days situation is going to be bad so it's like go to mazama village take rest for 5 days let the snow melt a little bit and then come back once it gets sunny once the storm passes out but we were like we have no time i want to go to india i'm hiking with my friend mason he wants to go to australia on 30th so we were like and nobody got time for that we're going to keep going so he kind of motivated us to push through the snow to push through the storm all the way to the last and final campsite the tent site just 4 miles before the border and we actually did it we went there around 10:30 at night seriously there was already in just one day it was completely transformed we already had snow up until ankle deep it was a crazy one hell of a one hell of an experience my toes were numb my fingers were numb i wouldn't normally do it without any winter gear but just getting to canada was the only drive which pushed us so hard and we're here today you know just sitting here thinking about all the experiences we had in the desert it was you know it was so hot in the high snow here in the sierras and river crossings and the mosquitoes and 
like you know everything the stars align for us and continuous rain in washington and we actually beat the snowstorm for me beating the storm is facing the storm and pushing through it it's not escaping it so the difference between the escape and beating it that i consider very fulfilling because i was in the storm i took each and every challenge that came to me and i overcame the obstacles and finally made it to the finish line i think that is more deeply satisfying rather than escaping or like you know skipping or f- i don't like to say flipping as well but i've seen a lot of people even from the hard pass they just gave up when the ranger came and they're in good shape i know them they were like you can do it guys it's only like 20 miles to the final campsite from the afternoon you might get there at 9 or 10 if you keep pushing it but you can get there and tomorrow morning you'll be in manning park it's not a big deal let's do it i told them i tried to motivate them but they were like no it's a storm we can't take risk it's very dangerous blah 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 but i agree i agree i don't want to put my life at risk as well i know how serious hypothermia is i know how serious getting an injury in the snow in the storm in that conditions is it means death sometimes but but pushing through that obstacle and taking the challenge whatever the trail throws at you and then overcoming it even though despite you don't want to do it i didn't want to do it either there were so many days in wash every day in washington was a dread for me i was like fuck it's like doesn't stop raining at all there is no sun at all it's always cloudy and you don't see anything your head is always down on the trail why am i even doing this you know but once sitting here at the northern terminus looking back doing things that i wasn't happy to do but getting there where i wanted to get is more fulfilling than escaping it and then regretting it later so i think that's the greatest takeaway right now i have on the trail and i'm i really am happy to be here and deeply satisfied to push through all the obstacles and i think the hike we had yesterday night it will be remembered forever for the rest of my life just in one day that's that was the most hardest thing i've done 33 miles in deep snow com- continuous snowfall and hiking late night passing through the passes the big mountain passes is something that taught me a huge life lesson and it showed me how deeply satisfying it can be to pushing to the most hardest challenge that life throws at you and i think this this will stick with me for the rest of my life so i still have a lot more to say but the time is running out so thank you everyone so happy thank you for following my journey this is kartik and adanla signing off catch me up on instagram i'll be pretty active there writing all my experiences there and if you have any questions feel free to message me there So my trail name is Gulliver by the way. Once again, Kartik Nadanla signing off. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi there. This is Karjak here and I am recording on what is probably the last night of my PCT journey and I am uh, about 15 miles away from my finish. I've hiked 2638 miles and uh, yeah, 15 to go and I am a whirlwind of emotions. I have had a lot of tears today, a surprising number of tears. Um I climbed over Forester Pass. uh in the southern sierra <clears throat> heading south i'm going to be getting out at lone pine and 
like I had tears when I got up Forester Pass, um, just the view and the, the, I mean, the exhaustion and, um, you know, I just, I can't believe that I'm, I'm almost at the end of this. And on one hand, I am so ready to be done. I'm really tired. I'm totally sleep deprived, malnourished. Uh, and the Sierra is freezing. It's, uh, early October now. I've been out here since, uh, (laughs) the end of April and yeah, it's been a long time and, and it's getting late in the year and it's freezing cold at night, waking up with water bottles frozen solid right beside my head. Um, I'm not enjoying the nights in the morning so much here. The days have been beautiful, but I'm, I'm really feeling ready to be done. But at the same time, I'm completely not ready for this to be over. I mean, I just, I don't know how I'm going to go back to real life. That's what I just keep saying to myself. How am I going to go back to regular life after this? Um, I mean, I'm so excited about sleeping in a warm bed and having indoor plumbing and eating whatever I want, but like the community here, just being outside, seeing such amazing things, especially this last section in the Sierra, like it's so incredibly beautiful every minute. How am I going to go back to sitting indoors all day? I just, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Today's been probably my best day on trail. I'm hiking with some awesome people and um, got to camp and was reunited with a, a really awesome girlfriend that I hadn't seen like in hundreds of miles and just happened to run into her today. So we all made camp together, um, Goldilocks and fantasy and pilot. And we had a campfire and like everyone gave me something like, um, pilot made me this like fried spam with cheese on a tortilla. That was like the best thing I've eaten. And, um, fantasy gave me hot chocolate and Goldilocks gave me some chocolate. And it just, it felt like my birthday. They're so excited for me that I'm, that I'm uh, finishing tomorrow. They're all Sobos. So they're, you know, still have 750 miles to go. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like on one hand it's finishing on such a high note because today has been so wonderful, but on the other hand, it's like, how can I leave this? So yeah, I've, I've really just, I haven't started to, to digest the fact that this is almost over. But I will be uh, recording again tomorrow uh, once I reach my terminus, which is the trail pass exit to Lone Pine. And I will let you know how I'm feeling that. I'm sure there will be tears because there have been a lot of tears already today. Um, So we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Carjack here. And I am thrilled to report that I am officially a through hiker of the PCT. I have reached the point where I left trail back in June. I have completed the entire trail. Um, I didn't do it in the order I thought I would after doing a flip-flop, but I did it. I did every mile and I am flying high. Um, There were a few friends with me and they were cheering me on as I hit the finish line and it was just so nice to share that with them. I hiked the last two miles to my finish by myself just because I wanted that time to reflect and kind of um, just feel the moment and I really am glad I did that and now it's going into Lone Pine to celebrate. I'm meeting my brother at the parking lot. He's coming to pick me up. He flew down from Canada to meet me and um, yeah we're gonna celebrate. Uh, There's a 
pool and a hot tub at the hotel we're staying at. So we're going to have a little pool party. Uh, but first stop is McDonald's and we are all going to absolutely kill a McDonald's binge. Um, we've been talking for two days about what we're going to order and I think it's the perfect celebration, hiker trash style. So yeah, I'll be um, checking in again once I've had a little bit of time to digest and reflect, but I am thrilled I'm done and I am never hiking again. (laughs) Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. It's Carjack signing out. Hey, Backpacker Radio, this is Ark. Um, I am reporting to you from mile 2575, maybe? Uh, We just left Stahican a little bit ago. So we, um, just to give you a little update, uh, finished the Sierra, got back to Lone Pine, flipped back up to Washington, and got back on trail at Snoqualmie Pass. Um, And we are now, I don't know, about 80 miles from the border, which seems just um, insane. So... Um, a little bit on how I'm kind of feeling, um, you know, being so close. I I really thought at this point I would have very mixed feelings that I'd be kind of sad and, you know, but also happy to be, you know, done or whatever. Um, truthfully, I don't have mixed feelings. Um, my feelings, um, are pretty much in one of two categories. Uh, the first one is just joy. Um, I, you know, when I started this, I, I didn't believe I could finish the whole thing. That was the goal. But, you know, I mean, deep down, I didn't think it would happen. And the fact that I'm going to finish it is just, it's surreal to me. Um, A couple of weeks ago, one of my hiking friends, Raspberry, um, asked me, uh, she just listened actually to the interview um, with Zach and Heather. And Zach asks Heather, you know, when did you know you were going to get the FKT on the PCT? And Heather answers. And Raspberry said, you know, I'm going to ask you the same question when did you know you were going to finish? And I looked at her and I was like, I I don't know. You know, like at that point we still had the Sierra to do. I don't know. We still have probably 400 miles to do. And I still wasn't confident. I still, I still didn't have the confidence for myself that I could do the miles I needed to be able to do to get this done. And I finally, now that I'm 80 miles from the border, know I'm going to finish. I, um, I just can't believe it. And it's a crazy, crazy, crazy feeling. Um, the other feeling that I'm really um, feeling a lot is gratitude. Um, I did not do this alone. I did not get through this without tons of support physically and mentally from people both back home and people out here. Um, I did not get through this without my two hiking um, partners, Raspberry and Woodpecker, and, and I wouldn't have. So, you know, I'm very proud of what I've accomplished I'm very proud of the grit um, and determination I've found out that I have. But I'm also very grateful for everyone who's helped me do this because I didn't do it alone. So um, I think I will have some, you know, sad feelings. I know when I physically have to walk away from Raspberry and Woodpecker, it'll be like soul crushing. You know, I don't know where that's going to happen, um, either Seattle or Vancouver. I, I, you know, walking, we've, we've practically lived together for the last four months and and then I'm not going to see them, um, maybe ever again. And it's just, you know, I'm sure that will be sad, but that's not my, those feelings really aren't there yet because that hasn't happened. So that's where I'm at. And, um, I look forward to talking to you guys from the terminus.
Ark out. Hey, Backpacker Radio. Um, this is Ark. And I am not reporting to you from, sorry, I'm going to cry. Um, I'm not reporting to you from the northern terminus of the PCT. Um, I didn't make it. <laughs> and I was going to change my last recording that you probably just listened to because obviously I was pretty sure I was going to make it at that point. Um, but I didn't. And I'll tell you why. Um, so we had left Stahican and it was um, on a Friday and we knew there was a winter storm warning coming for basically everything north of us. And we went up into it anyway, um, because we, you know, weren't going to stop and thought we could get through it. Um, and we made it from Rainy Pass to Hearts Pass. Um, but, you know, it was, it was very scary. And um, by the time I got to Hearts Pass, I felt like I had gambled with my safety and my life and it, it wasn't worth the final 30 miles to the monument. So I got off trail. Um, it was a really hard decision. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't seem fair to me that winter came so early. Um, you know, the rangers at the station at Hearts Pass were saying they had never gotten that much snow uh, the last week of September that they knew of. Um, so, you know, part of me is really mad. It's not fair, but I'm really trying to just move past that because I really shouldn't focus on the ending. I need to focus on um, this whole journey because it's been amazing. And even knowing how it ended, I would still go back and do it a million times over. Um, just a little bit of story, I guess, to sort of end, um, on a high note. Um, when I got to the ranger station, there were two rangers there and they immediately, you know, made us coffee and made us tea and could tell that I was very emotional and very upset and very scared. And they were so kind. And, um, you know, they weren't really sure if anyone was going to come up to the pass because there was a lot of snow and it's Hearts Pass is really remote. Um, but within an hour, a couple in four wheel drive and a big truck drove up there to just see the snow. And the ranger went out and talked to them and they agreed to take me all the way down the mountain. Um, they took me to their house in Wenatchee, which is three hours from Hearts Pass and invited me in their home and gave me drinks. And um, before I was even down the mountain, I got an inreach message from Big Mama, who was part of my trail family, who was already at home and said that they were on their way, her and her mom, to get me. They were going to drive halfway across the state of Washington to pick me up. And I didn't really understand how they even knew that I was getting off trail and then figured out that my family, who I'd sent an inreach message to, had contacted her and and she would like literally immediately jumped in the car to go get me. So... Um, you know, I think touching the monument for me would have been amazing and I'm sad I didn't get to do it. But I think even more amazing is the display of, you know, kindness and love that I experienced on my last trail day because it was unbelievable. So I haven't really had a lot of time to process what's happened. I'm sure, you know, as I do, my emotions and thoughts on it will change. Um, you know, again, even having the end not go the way I wanted these last five and a half months have been amazing, and I'm very grateful for them. And I hope if any of you ever get the chance to do this, you take it because it's amazing. Sorry, there's dogs backing in the background. I'm at Big Mama's house. All right, so arc out for now. Thanks. Hey 
guys, this is Allison, aka Farmer's Market. And this is Eric, aka Tropicana, and we are currently at Rainy Pass in Washington at mile 2592. Yep, we're just a uh, three and some odd days away from Canada. Yeah. It's getting and close. It's actually raining right now. Yes, so. it is. Very, <laughs> very appropriately named trail um, pass. Yeah. So how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling ready to be done with the trail. <laughs> um, my body is starting to feel a little tired. Um, so I get more aches and pains that aren't going away. And yeah, I'm just ready. I, I think it's time to be done with the trail. So I'm, I'm a little excited for Canada. Okay, so I guess <laughs> we should doing? let everyone know too that we have decided not to go back. Yep. and do the section of the Sierras and a little bit of NorCal that we missed. Yep. Um, which is tough. It's a tough decision, but um, for me, it's more financially yeah. like difficult for me to go back and do it. Um, but here within the last week of our journey, since we're not flipping, I'm actually feeling more ambitious step by step. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting, but the reality is... Um, you know, I just had some unexpected expenses before the trail, so it's too difficult to go back and finish it up this yeah. year. Plus, it'll be ex something exciting to look forward exactly. to another year. Because if I, if I were to go back and do it now, I don't think I would be as happy doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but since I am feeling more ambitious step by step, <laughs> I'm going to try to take that energy at the terminus that we have and, like, continue on into everyday life um again and like apply it to my job personal life and just like I'm looking forward to what both this next week of hiking has in store and what is in store after the terminus too and so it's, uh, it's gonna be different it's gonna be weird i think i'm gonna miss sleeping in a tent yeah i'm gonna miss sleeping outside and um i'm not gonna miss not being able to cook <laughs> well yeah yeah <laughs> But being outside every day. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss that. Yeah, me too. But. And I'm going to miss the people we've been hiking with the last couple of weeks too. Yeah, yeah. I I really like our group right now. And it's been really fun to have a nice, like, kind of terminus group. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've been enjoying that. But the trail's not over yet. We still have uh, some group hanging out to do and, like, plenty of beautiful views. and. Yep some more wilderness so yep gotta yep. enjoy it while we still have it yep a few more days and we'll enjoy it all right that's all i have all right see you guys hey this is farmer's market and this is tropicana and hello from canada, canada. <laughs> we just crossed into canada yeah so i think it you know our journey this summer ended up being um what almost 2100 miles yeah um and like we mentioned last episode or the first part of this episode i don't know uh we're not going back to the sierras yet we'll save that for another year but any thoughts what are your thoughts on wrapping it up this summer i <laughs> we just said goodbye to some of our friends so i kind of want to just like cry a little because it was awesome to hike the last little bit um with a good group of people and i'm yeah. i'm really sad to say bye to them they're gonna go back to hearts pass while we go into canada um 
and that's been an amazing part of this journey is just the people we've met along the way um but actually for the first time um i'm super stoked to go back and do the sierras like i yeah i can't wait to go back next summer or whenever and go do them Um, yeah and it's really nice not to be done with this trail like yeah it's kind of nice (laughs) yeah it's to be continued it's awesome yeah Yeah, something Um, to look forward to yeah what are your how are you feeling um sad i'm sad as well (laughs) like i want to keep going but yeah um you know it's kind of nice having more trail to look forward to it is yeah and i'm looking forward to having a bed and a shower too so that part will be nice but, especially since it was so cold last night yeah. <laughs> and rainy yesterday yeah interested to see how the next couple of weeks how i feel and like how uh you know what i make of like our journey this summer because i'm still not quite sure what to make of it yet yeah i think it needs to settle in a little yeah yeah well, okay. we got some more miles to do yeah. to get to Manning Park. Manning so, Park awaits. <laughs> um, Till next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. What's up, Trekkers? Dosu here. It is September 4th which means I'm officially in the fifth month of hiking the Continental Divide Trail. Uh, Yesterday was my four month on trail. I hiked a bit over 40 miles and was gonna hike more. And then I got to Glacier right after the train tracks and realized I can't go any further. I was hoping to close the gap between me and East Glacier for this morning. But, yeah, 15 miles to go into Glacier this morning. It's pretty crazy on the start of my fifth month to watch the sunrise coming up in in Glacier. Definitely seems like the last month I've just been going so slow. And now... I'm here. It's pretty wild. Uh, When I get to East Glacier, I'll have less than 100 miles left to hike until I get to the Canadian border. Two days ago, I found a can of bear spray, a full one, at a campsite. Just had been left there. Ended up picking it up with me. Came in handy last night. I didn't actually use the bear spray, although I was ready to grab it at any time because as I was road walking down to the campground in the dark, uh, the huckleberry poop was pretty fresh and kept getting fresher. So I didn't actually see a bear. Still have yet to see a bear on the continent of the Vitro. Um, that's one of those questions that I always get asked after trails. Did you see any bears? I always think it's annoying because, like, I've always seen tons of bears. This time, people are going to ask me how many bears I saw. I'm going to say none. I haven't seen a single damn bear. I don't know if Yellowstone or Glacier or Montana or Wyoming or Idaho or any of these states have any bears in them. Because I have yet to see one. I think it's just folklore. Grizzlies don't exist. But 
Anyways, this is my first time recording a podcast while I'm actually hiking. I hope you can hear it pretty well. I'll probably give it a playback to make sure that you can. Um, But I felt like doing it because I was thinking a lot while I was hiking. And the whole point of this podcast is to talk about my feelings that I'm having about being almost to the end. Right now, I'm feeling kind of sad because I just stepped in a big puddle. And now my foot's soaking wet. Just the left one. But, yeah. As far as my feelings about the trail in general, I'm going to be pretty sad that it's over. Um, But honestly, I'm ready for the next adventure. Ready for maybe finding love and putting a partner in front of through hiking because for the last five years what's been my priority is backpacking the triple crown and now that it's almost over I could focus on something else focus on someone else besides myself um, we'll see it's really hard to ever know what is going to happen when you're done hiking I do know that I am going to move into Portland, Oregon, which is an exciting prospect for me. I found an awesome place to live, thanks to one of my friends, and I have a job working at the Portland REI. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. I've explored Portland a little bit, but I look forward to living there for at least a few months. So that about wraps it up for me for right now. Um, Talk to you again when I get to the monument. Unless, that is, in case something crazy happens, like I actually see a bear, and then I'll be sure to jump on the phone and tell you all about it. What's up, Trekkers? So Dosu here coming at you from the motherfucking monument right now. Uh, pretty excited. It's pretty freaking wild to finally be here, you know. This is like a five-month journey, not just a four-month, or a five-year journey, not just a four-month journey. Uh, and you know, here I am, standing on this lake coast, looking at the mountains back in America, and honestly, I feel like it's more like the end of the beginning rather than the beginning of the end you know it's just like cdt was just the starting point uh you know triple crown graduation it's more like your high school graduation like you think you've accomplished a lot but then you realize there's so much of this world left to explore and here i am finished my triple crown and the whole world's my oyster i'm pretty fucking excited about it um yeah Honestly, like, it's not really easy to describe the feeling that you feel and the anticipation that you have as you approach the border. Um, You're counting down. Instead of hundreds of miles, you're counting down tenths of a mile of when you get here. Uh, Finish here with uh, Redfish and uh, Wallace. Both of them are continuous footpaths just like me, so yeah. 
made it all the freaking way to Canada um, from Mexico, continuous footpath, despite all the hardship and how much everyone else was flipping, um, made it here. The three of us all did. Um, pretty amazing. We saw a boat just go by a little while ago, and all of us were thinking of how we would aqua blaze all the way back to uh, the Canadian place that we're going to, where our ride's supposed to be. But yeah, um, pretty crazy. I'm here in Canada, Triple Crown's over. Wearing my Triple Crown right now. Um, I got tons of pics and videos if you guys want to check them out. Uh, I hope that you do so. Also, I've gotten uh, a bunch of responses from my wildcard episode. Um, but since then, I had already recorded it. So I just wanted to say sorry that I'm not going to be able to address your answers to my question about if we're making through hiking too easy uh, in this podcast. But maybe I'll talk to Zach from the Trek and we can get that extra podcast recorded so I can answer or respond to everything that you guys have said. It's pretty cool, you know, I've been talking to people that have responded and they're telling me about how their experience is on trail this year. And yeah, pretty cool. But anyways, uh, I'm here at the monument in Canada. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. This ain't going to be the last time you're going to hear from me. And I hope you all like message me on social media or something like that. Like if you're listening, because if you've been following with me on my journey, like I'd love to hear your thoughts on everything that I've done. Um, I mean, the only reason I'm doing this podcast is just to reach it reach out and meet more people so if you've enjoyed it hit me up all right see ya hello this is where in the world is carmen san diego sarah duma and It is day 141 on the Continental Divide Trail, and I'm in Dubois, Wyoming. Dubois is kind of like the gateway stop before entering the Wind River Range, and I've been here for a couple days because there's been a lot of bad weather, and um, yeah, so (laughs) I've been looking at the weather forecast, and the next week is going to be hell up there. Thunderstorms, thunderstorms, and at that elevation, it's going to be snowstorms. Um, I'm by myself currently. I haven't seen any other uh, through hikers uh, coming through. Um, my my buds that I was hiking with, they, they left a day ahead of me, highlight and brew, and so I'm on my own and I'm looking at the weather, and I'm sitting here in Du Bois making hard decision, and my hard decision is I'm not going to continue. I'm going to end my CDT hike here. Uh, The Wind River Range is something gorgeous. It's a jewel of the trail, and I don't want to go up there and just see white. Uh, I want to be able to take um, alternatives and uh, really enjoy myself and not be miserable and potentially in dangerous situation alone in the snow. It was going to be a six-day stretch without 
resupply for me. So I don't want to go up there alone for six days. And then the other part of the CDT I haven't finished is Colorado. And I just figure by the time I get down there, snow is going to be falling and it's going to just be a whole lot of suck. And once again, I don't want to do that. So I have a friend in uh, Jackson Hole who's finishing up a work placement there. And so I'm going to go down the highway to Jackson Hole and hopefully do some hiking up in the Tetons. Because, you know, I'm this is CDT. I'm choosing my own adventure and I'm choosing to leave the CDT this year. And it, it's, it's really hard. It's a really hard decision because I feel like I've let myself down. But on the other hand, I'll be back next summer. Um, I have the the, the wonderful, wonderful fortune of being able to hike next year. And so next year I'll be back to finish the CDT. I have like some folk, blah, some fire smoke um, uh, section I did not do on the PCT last year around Crater Lake I need to clean up. And then to end off my summer next year, I'm going to uh, walk from uh, Connecticut to Maine and hopefully get that triple crown on the top of Katahdin. So it's bittersweet. It's the end. I'm going to miss seeing all those blue CDT signs. But next year, next year, I have I have the trail to look forward to. So thanks, guys. This is Sarah Duma. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? saying, so say we all live long and prosper. And that's it for today's show. As previously mentioned, that concludes our hikers on trail updates for 2019, but there are still a couple more shows to go. They are great. Get excited. For those who've been asking, yes, there will be a 2020 version of trail correspondence. The application will be announced sometime this winter on the trek.co. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter to ensure you don't miss this announcement, which we've conveniently included in the show notes. Today's show was edited by our guy, Polly Boy Shellcross, who's also the creator of these crunchy beats. You can keep up with the show on Instagram at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter at ThruHikerPod, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. You can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at Signing off for now, happy hiking. Happy hiking.